Hello there and thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I'm Daniel Charles and I'm the host of the YouTube channel Son of Chelsea where I upload daily videos about the club I love. On this feed are all my regular shows from Added Time, my weekly Q&A where I answer questions from my audience, Let's Talk Chelsea where I discuss the latest and biggest stories surrounding the club and my match review series The Rational Perspective plus the Every Other Saturday podcast where I speak to interesting guests about their love for Chelsea. It's all here and all free for you to enjoy. All the podcasts on this feed can be viewed in video format if you so wish on my channel. And if you'd be so kind to subscribe and like the videos, that would be greatly appreciated too. Also, one last thing. If you like what you hear, please rate and review the pod on your provider because that really helps too. But for now, thank you and up the chels. Hello there guys, what is going on? Son of Chelsea back here again for another edition of Let's Talk Chelsea. Hope you're doing well and keeping safe on this Tuesday. They're going to be talking in today's episode about Declan Rice once again. Chelsea being linked to the West Ham midfielder and why a move could be a possibility in the January transfer window. Also praising Mason Mount's brilliant performance against Burnley. But before we get into any of that, I want to ask you guys, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you never miss an upload. Also hit a like button if you're enjoying the content because it helps out the channel as well. So Declan Rice, of course, he's been linked to Chelsea for many months now. Um, There was a sense that potentially a move could happen right at the end of the summer transfer window. It does seem ridiculous that we're already talking about the January window, but based on the fact that that summer window basically went all the way up to early October, it's not that long now till the January window. You know, in terms of a normal season, we start to hear rumours about the January window at this point of the season. So it's not that long away now, is it? And, and you start to think about, will any business be done by Chelsea in the January window? I, I sort of always look towards outgoings, and I, I definitely think with the bloated squad we have, that also very much ties into a potential move for Declan Rice, as it was at the end of the window. That's very much why Chelsea didn't go out and sign Declan Rice or try and sign a DM because of the struggle to offload unwanted players. But this piece here from The Athletic yesterday, uh, it was more of a general piece about uh, more big news about football in terms of the pay-per-view and, and other stuff as well. But Within it, it was about Chelsea and Declan Rice. As you can see, Chelsea haven't given up on Declan Rice. This is mainly from Simon Johnson. Chelsea are hoping Declan Rice will ignore any efforts by West Ham to convince him to sign a new contract because they are planning to make another attempt to sign him in January. Rice was wanted by Chelsea in the last transfer window, but the West London club never made an official bid because they were unable to sell the players required to raise the extra funds. The Athletic understands that two permanent transfers of first-team squad players had been put in place which would have brought in enough capital to allow Chelsea to make an offer for Rice but both fell through days before the October the 5th deadline so things were put on hold. Rice has been in fine form this season and West Ham are concerned Chelsea's interest has not gone away. It also talks about sort of outgoings, the importance of outgoings. We we spoke about this a lot at the end of the transfer window and Chelsea sort of bloated squad and certain players. So two first team players, you sort of then speculate who those players could be. I suspect one of them is Antonio Rudiger. Um, based on all of the talk about him leaving on deadline day, I'd be stunned if Rudiger isn't one of the two players. I also wonder if Jorginho is the other player because there were so many rumours about Jorginho over the summer leaving. There were even links very late on of him potentially going somewhere, whether that was Arsenal being interested in him. Um, So I wonder if he's the other player. 
Which is interesting because if you've watched Chelsea so far this season, Jorginho has got more playtime than I think most of us expected him to. Maybe that will change now as Frank reverts to the 4-3-3 and maybe picks that as his main formation. Um, but still, rotation is going to be key, at least up until January. So expect Jorginho still to get minutes, I, I think, for Chelsea as you rotate between, you know, N'Golo Kante, potentially Kovacic, uh, Jorginho as well. But those two big players, and I, especially, I think for both of those players, you're going to get a, a sizable fee for either of them, especially Jorginho. I've, I've always said this, that I think if Chelsea sell Jorginho, you're going to get a decent fee for him. Chelsea are not going to let him go on the cheap. And I even think for Antonio Rudiger, based on Marina's negotiating, I think you'll get a decent fee as well. But let's speak about Declan Rice. Of course, I had Dan McCarthy on the on the show, the podcast we did. Uh, two parts is on video, but also is an audio full podcast. We spoke about a lot of things. The video on Sunday, Sunday's video, which I'll link up in the cards, was speaking about the DM situation. We spoke about Declan Rice, how Declan Rice is Lampard's first choice. Also, we spoke about internal sort of answers to this issue, whether it was Billy Gilmore or Ethan Ampadu and also Dennis Akari and other players being linked. It was an interesting discussion and Dan McCarthy brought up some really good points and it's it's an intriguing discussion. And I think, you know, in terms of Declan Rice, it's just quite clear Chelsea are going to try and sign him. Um, it feels very much to me like the Ben Chirwell situation, a player being linked over and over again. Um, I'm sure other names will be linked like we've seen with Zakaria. I don't think this is going to go away. And I think Chelsea, even if it is January or maybe next summer, I think this is an inevitable move. I think it will happen. I think there are various factors to this in terms of players being sold. There is that concern over the amount Chelsea are willing to pay for Declan Rice and whether that will be a stumbling block in the move. You know, it wasn't a stumbling block for Ben Chirwell in the end. And I think Ben Chirwell, the comparison I make in terms of a similar deal, a similar sort of noise around a player that Frank Lampard really wants in his first team. I think Ben Chirwell, it's a similar case where for months and months and months, we had alternatives at left back, but it was always Ben Chirwell and eventually Ben Chirwell becomes a Chelsea player. And so far this season, he's looked brilliant. And I'm also going to use that that as an example of why saying just because a player is English, he isn't good enough, I think is a really stupid argument. I just, I get so tired with it. I really do. I could understand being concerned about 70 to 80 million. And I do think that's a little bit extortionate, to be honest. I do wonder if Marina and Chelsea can get that fee down to 40 to 50 million, um, to be honest, and, and whether that would be the case. And, and there has been concern, or at least there's been reported concern that Chelsea aren't willing to go that high for Declan Rice and may look elsewhere. But just because he's English, just because he plays for West Ham, just because he's rated highly by English fans, uh, don't discard him because I think Ben Shearwell is a prime example of this and not doubting Frank Lampard's first choice because I think Frank Lampard so far this season in a short time we've seen Ben Shearwell has looked exceptional so far. I mean, I'd argue he's been Chelsea's best player so far this season. So you never know about Declan Rice and how he would integrate, how well he'd integrate to Chelsea. But the other point I, I would make is the internal options. I've spoke about this in recent weeks with both Billy Gilmore and Ethan Ampadu and you do wonder if Chelsea if that fee becomes too high, you know, will Chelsea think to themselves, you know, well, we've got two players here that can actually fill the answer, you know, maybe not right away, you know, Billy Gilmore and Ethan Ampadu, similar age, younger than Declan Rice, still will need a few more years. But I look at Ethan Ampadu for me, I think that's a really exciting prospect. I think he looks so mature. Yes, there is that option of him playing at centre-back. And when I spoke to Dan McCarthy, he said the club sort of could still see him as a centre-back and that's why both him and Rice could play at the same time in the same team. Ethan Ampadu, I think the maturity in his game, I think the fact that he'll be playing a lot more in central midfield for Chris Wilder this season. He is a versatile player, yes, but I just, I still think that's probably his best position. I just wonder physicality, especially in the league, will he fit into a centre-back role? Of course, a long time to go in his career. He has a lot of development still to do, but already 
I see a very mature player. I see a player that's good on the ball. And as well, Billy Gilmore, who's nearly back, uh, was in training with the group the other day. And it was great to see him back in training after his long injury. So maybe we'll see him become the answer if Frank Lampard gives him minutes again, which I wouldn't be too stunned by. But back in Frank Lampard, I think is so important. And his first choice targets so far this season have looked good. They've looked like they fit into his system well. So... I think we'll have to wait and see uh, whether it will happen in January, I think is so much dependent on moves out of the club, you know, for the likes of Rudiger, potentially Jorginho, potentially someone else. Um, and I'd be intrigued to see who those two sort of first team uh, names in terms of securing a move would be. Those are my two names I'm going to predict. Maybe you guys will predict someone else. Um, let me know in the comments below and also on Declan Rice, uh, because I think this move is going to happen sooner rather than later. And secondly, uh, in relation to Declan Rice, of course, uh, one of his closest mates is Mason Mount and Mason Mount had an amazing game for Chelsea against Burnley. Um, he was one of the star performers. He really was um, pretty much for the first time this season playing in that number eight role in a 4-3-3. So far this season, because of Frank Lampard having problems with fitness of certain wingers, whether it was Christian Pulisic or Hakim Ziyech, sometimes and most of the time so far this season when we've seen Mason Mount, he's been playing out wide on the left or on the right. And that's been frustrating. And it seems like it's sort of limited his game so far this season for Chelsea. And there's been frustration over that. But... On Saturday, he flourished. He really did in that number eight position. And he said as much in his post-match interview, you know, he came out instantly after the game and was speaking about the performance and how well he played. And he said, I'm a number eight. I'm a central midfielder. This is my favorite position. And I think it spoke volumes because his performance was just so good. And his work on the ball was incredible. I mean, look at these stats from Squawker of his performance. Most passes completed in the opposition half, most chances created for Chelsea, most shots attempted, most take-ons completed, most tackles, most shots on target and most assists. On the ball, he was so exemplary. And, and switching play effectively that was such an important part of Chelsea's performance on Saturday and why we were able to beat Burnley in the end um, and be so effective in that game you know in a game when you're playing against a low block you have to move the ball fast and effectively it can't be lethargic we've seen this with Chelsea before and Mount was so key to that constantly switching play whether it was to mostly on the left switching to Reese James who was always available on that right side but he done it so well and everything he did key pass as well and this uh, from match of the day who were praising him on Saturday as you can see he had a screenshot from match of the day on on the stats of how good he played on Saturday, very much backing up Squawker's stats. In terms of ranking, he was first for assists, first for shots, first for key passes, which is I think is really important because you know, you can have a pass success rate, but I think key passes are a really good determining factor of how effective a player was on the pitch. And Mason Mount was great and, and very effective on Saturday for Chelsea. And I think that this is the thing, you know, playing in a more central role clearly is his best position. We saw some of his best performances last season were in a 4-3-3 and that's a more general point, I think, under Frank Lampard in the 4-3-3 being a very effective formation at times for Lampard. And I think it is going to be his long-term formation. I've always sort of felt this, that I think other formations are a compromise. I think that 4-3-3 at times last season, sort of what Lampard really wants to do with Chelsea. I think, you know, the, the games against Liverpool and Everton before lockdown, I think were a prime example of this. Both games we played the 4-3-3 and we looked stunning and we looked really balanced. And we also looked so effective, pressing high, playing great football, creating a lot of chances, looking very fluid in attack. And Mason Mount's benefiting from that. And I think what you saw from his performance on Saturday was he's so much more than just a pressing player. You know, we talk about his energy, we talk about his raw energy on the pitch and him being sort of the best sort of elements of Lampard's football and sort of a representation of Lampard on the pitch. But... I also think, you know, what you saw on Saturday was this is a, a extremely talented footballer. This is someone who on the ball has skill, has vision, has guile, can influence the team. And there was so much talk in the summer that, you know, 
with all the new signings, youth are just going to be shifted to the side. That's not the case. And youth are still playing a massive part. You look at Saturday's starting lineup, Reese James, Tammy Abraham and Mason Mount. And all three players had a brilliant game and all were influential in our win on Saturday. And Mason Mount was exceptional. And I just hope he gets more credit because I think that there's been so much nonsense online about him. And I think the majority of Chelsea fans, I think, appreciate Mason Mount, understand that he's a, a very talented young player, um, was one of, one of our best performers last season consistently and came through a lot of struggles last Last year, but I think was so sort of symbolic of the best elements of Lampard's team last year. And I feel he will find his way into this team because he's that good a player and that good of talent. So seeing him alongside Kai Havertz and N'Golo Kante, I think is really exciting in the short term, but also the long term, because I think he can form a really good relationship with those players as well. And it's just going to be intriguing to see what Lampard does, because I think Mason Mount is going to be a key player, not only for Lampard, but for Chelsea in the coming years. Please let me know your opinions on Mason Mount, his performance on Saturday, his future at Chelsea. What what is his best position? I think it's probably number eight, central midfield in the three. I think he probably excels in that role. Uh, please let me know in the comments below. But that is it for this edition of Let's Talk Chelsea. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to watch it. If you did enjoy it, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you never miss an upload. Follow me on Twitter at Son of Chelsea. Have a great day and I'll see you again.